Hey everybody, welcome to the Theomatic Podcast. This is my friend Daniel Hunt. Hi, this is my friend Craig Brown. Hey. Hey. We are making Good Theology Automatic. We're attempting to. We're attempting to. Yeah. We are attempting to show the process, or a process, of how to deal with life's questions based on God's Word, and hopefully that we're getting to a yeah. place where we we know enough about God's Word that there's some degree of like, man, I, I think this is what God would want. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. This particular question, though, is... Uh, well, and it's Easter Sunday. Today is Easter Sunday. Yeah, this is a big day. I would call it the Super Bowl in Christendom. <laughs> it's the Super Bowl of Christianity. <laughs> Sunday, so... Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> yeah, so happy Easter to everybody, or if you prefer the term, happy Resurrection Sunday. Yeah, that's a better one. Yeah, because I know a lot of people don't like Easter. Yeah, a lot of people Yeah, yeah will be angry. That's pagan. Yeah. Yeah. So however you slice it, whatever you call it, we're celebrating today that Jesus rose from the grave. Yeah. He died on the cross. He was buried and he rose. And the resurrection, I always say this, the the pinnacle of what God did for humanity was on the cross, mm-hmm. but the resurrection was the seal and the proof. Come on. Because Paul says if there is no resurrection, it's all like our faith is... Mm-hmm. Like we should be pitied among men. Like yeah. the resurrection absolutely is a key thing that we believe in. Yeah, and that's how he conquers death. Yeah, mm-hmm. he proved his victory, victory over sin, death, yeah. and the grave. I said a fleeting thought. I'll get to be at the heart of the city for uh, Good Friday. They have the best Good Friday services. Sorry, just we'll popped see. into my head. I'm in charge of it, so we'll see. It's gonna be amazing then. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> anyway, well, which brings us to this question today. We specifically chose this question on this day because it is. One of the most important questions that anybody can ask. The most and important so, question you'll ask your whole life. So thankful that this person asked mm-hmm. it. And in fact, uh, we get asked this question all the time, which we're really blessed by that people are wondering and reaching out. This particular verbiage came from a real, this is a real question that came through Instagram. And this person wrote, what can I do to be born again? Awesome. So I would say that that's the same question of how do I get saved? How mm-hmm. can I be saved? How can I... And, and quick pause through Bible time and Logikos. I mean, in just the month of January, how many people made a decision for Christ or and a recommitment? Well, yeah. So you're hearing this on Easter. We're actually filming this in the middle of January. Yeah. And... Uh, I just think it's amazing. Yeah. So far through half of a month, I think we've seen about 1,100 people make a commitment 1,100 in 13 days. Yeah, like... 300 brand new first-time commitments. I mean, commitments and... TikTok Live, 1,100 people have made a decision to follow Jesus for the first time or recommit their life in 13 days through that ministry. Yeah. It's amazing. So this it's question incredible. gets asked all the time. All the time. And and, and rightfully so. It's it's the most important question that we should ask. And mm-hmm. but, uh, just because of the, the wording that this particular question came in, which was born again, I just want to read a passage out of John chapter 3. Uh, where it uses this, Jesus talks about this specific term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, it says, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus. So that's like one of the pastors of the time, one of the religious rulers. Uh, it says, a ruler of the Jews, and this man came to Jesus by night and said to him. Now, what? why he came by night, debatable. Yeah. Don't know if it matters for this question, but I think that we can tell that Nicodemus wasn't just like a lot of other Pharisees were at the time, Testing him, judging him. I think he actually was inclined. Being sincere. Yeah, sincere. I think. Came in secret. Yeah. And a lot of times they would 
compliment Jesus, but it was really twisted to try and catch him in something. But mm-hmm. in this case, he says, Rabbi, we know that you're a teacher come from God. For uh, for no one can do the signs that you're doing unless God is with him. I think this is genuine. And Jesus answered him, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, he's thinking really physically. Yeah. How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter back into his mother's womb and be born again? And Jesus says, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Mm. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of spirit is spirit. Mm -hmm. Born of water meaning the womb. Well, yes, we could talk about that too, because Daniel, I just posted a video about that, Mm -hmm. and I... As I always do, when the subject of baptism comes up, a lot of people are like, nope, you're wrong. It's talking about baptism. But I I actually presented I, both I think, options. I think you should explain it. It's, it's powerful. So this particular verse says you must be born of water and of spirit. I think, at least in this verse, that what it's meaning is, because he's talking about a woman. He's talking mm-hmm. about... I think that it's like the water gets broken and yes. you're physically born as a baby. And Jesus is saying, in the same way that you're born through water, through the birth canal, physically, you also have to be born of the spirit. Yeah. That's what That's I think what he's I saying in saying this, this path. one. Yeah, correct. Now, That's should, why I mention it. Because yes. People but will some people will say, like, no, you need baptism. to be baptized and you need to be born of the Holy yeah, Spirit. That's and not it's what like, he means there. That's not what he's talking about yeah. there, I don't think. That's now, the only I, reason I brought it up because yeah. it gets. I do think you should be baptized for the record. Yeah. When people ask the question, should I be baptized? It's like, why are you asking? You obviously, yeah. if One, you're two, asking, yes. you love God, <laughs> yeah. like get baptized. But whether or not you absolutely have to be dunked underwater to go to heaven is a different question yeah. for a different episode, yep. which yep. I think we, we have that? answered. Yeah. Yeah, we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's So either way, what does it look like? What can I, this question is, what can I do? Mm. How does one go about being born again? How does one go about receiving salvation from God? Yeah. What what yeah. does that look like? Yeah, so uh, this is a... I'm glad you read John 3. It's such a great chapter. So we have a person sincerely asking, and uh, the interesting is Jesus says through the birth canal... Um, why I believe Jesus sets that up is he says, like, you know, you're born into the flesh. That's no decision of your own. You didn't choose that. You, you know, it just happens to you. But to be born of the Spirit, I believe, is 100% your choice. And that's why it requires both. So the first one, you get put on this planet. And for the second one, you have to yield your will and choose it. Because it is, God has already elected you through the sacrifice of his son. Now you have to choose him. So I always say... It's uh, very much like an American wedding ceremony, which is just really a shadow of the Jewish wedding ceremony. But if you've ever seen an American wedding ceremony, typically, in an atypical situation, the groom will be standing at the front, and that would be like Jesus, and then the bride walks down the aisle. And when they exchange vows, I do and I do, at that moment, that's when they're married, when both um, wills are yielded to one another, the covenant begins. Hmm. And so while that's a moment in time, and that would be a like when we say that prayer, like, Jesus, I give my will. I want to be in a covenant right. with you. It's just a moment in time, but that's really just when the marriage begins. Starts, yeah. Starts. Some people yeah. think of that moment of salvation as the finish line. Like, no. oh, I'm saved now. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, 
you just started yeah. this marriage. So I all That's the entry point. It's the entry point. Yeah. So I always, whenever I describe it, when I've described it to my kids, that when you get when you are born again, it is like a life beginning, just like, and that's why Jesus akins it to the birth. And you're like a baby. You come into a new world. The first world you're born in, you didn't choose. And you start like a baby. The second world you choose, you're still a baby, but it's you're entering a covenant with Jesus. And it's the beginning. And he never breaks it. No matter how terrible we are, he never quits. Mm -hmm. But make no mistake, it's the beginning of the rest of your life. And it's the starting of a maturing process that you'll mature throughout the rest of your life. It's the best decision you've ever made, but it is the very, very beginning. And there's a lot to explore, a lot to grow into, and a lot to to get to do. Um, And it's wonderfully rewarding, but all you need... the only action you need to make to begin the covenant, everything else has been done for you. You have to yield your will and say, believe and confess to get into the covenant. That's how I like okay. to put it. So that's what I was going to say is let's talk about a few things. Like what does one need to know and what does one need to do? So right. you started with do. So you said one needs to believe and confess. Yeah, I would say I was truncating it, but yeah, go ahead. I would say one needs to have faith. Yeah, or all those, Mm -hmm. basically together. So here's a here's a few scriptures. Um, For as by grace you've been saved, that's a gift of God. Grace Mm -hmm. you've been saved through faith, Mm -hmm. and this is a gift of God, not by works. So this question is saying, what can I do? So it's not about works, so that none of us can boast. Yeah, so that's a good point. Salvation comes. The only way that we receive salvation is by faith, and we recognize it's because of God's grace. Mm-hmm. That's okay. a great distinction. And then, there's yeah. a, and then there's other passages like Romans 10 that says, uh, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raises from the dead, you will be saved. For it's mm-hmm. with your heart that you believe and are justified, right. and with your mouth that you, you confess, confess and are saved. saved. So belief and faith and the, the confession of that mm-hmm. all go together. Yes, correct. And we would agree that that's the starting place. Yes, that's the beginning of the covenant. Yeah. So I'm glad you said that it's the faith. Yeah. So so you have to understand, and basically it's all predicated or built on... Yeah, so on, what are the things you need to know? Yeah, so it's all understand. built on this idea that, um, <laughs> that, going back to the total depravity, basically that there is a God in heaven that created you and that you're disconnected from him and he can't be in the presence of of sinful man, and in order to be reconnected, um, you have to be holy as well. So why are we disconnected? Because of sin, the condition of sin. Um, um, There's two... um, You might have a simpler way to explain this. My way is a little bit complicated. I'm kind of realizing as I do it. I always say there's two sins. There's a verb sin and a noun sin. And um, we are separated as humanity from God because of the sin of Adam and Eve, the noun. It's a condition that we're in. Think of it like if Adam and Eve were the first two cells of a body and there was an issue, all the other humans that came from them, we all have the same issue. So we all commit the verbs sin because we're in the condition of sin, the noun. Right. So we all kind of multiply. And people are like, well, that's not fair. We're all separated because, yeah, but we all have the... We all came from the same parents, so we have the same condition. So that's like the idea of original sin. Yeah. It's a way I explain original, it. It's like we inherited inherited it like DNA from a cell, right? But, and yeah. And which, then by we the way, all is why. Ch- and then we all chose it. And we all keep choosing we it because evolved. it's in us. Which, by the way, and I like saying this around Christmas, this is why of the virgin birth, because 
he was injected into humanity through a different system. So mm. he didn't inherit that original mm. sin the way that we did. Mm. That's why that system exists. So that that helps you understand it. Interesting. Uh, right. Yeah. So Yeah, and I also think uh 2 Corinthians five says that anyone who's in Christ is a brand new creation. Mm-hmm. The old is gone and the new has come. Mm-hmm. So I wanna emphasize that when you're truly born again, it's not just some religious um ceremony you go through just so you can think different about life. Mm-hmm. When you when you when you are born again, you literally don't just go from being like a bad person to maybe a good person. You go from being dead to, to alive. alive. You go from to use his analogy from having corrupted spiritual DNA to having brand new spiritual That's DNA. It. Mm-hmm. And so we receive this by faith. It's by God's grace, mm-hmm. and what takes place is a, an absolute supernatural transformation of yes. the human soul. Yeah. Unto life. Yeah. And relationship with God is restored. Mm-hmm. And and then going from there, the seal of your salvation, how you know that you're saved, is the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paul says in Romans, if you don't have the Spirit of Christ, you don't belong to Him. He mm. is the seal of your salvation. So the fact that the mark of truly being born again and be being a new creation is the mark that the presence of God comes and lives inside That's of it. you. Yeah. And that, that it's from that place that we now live the rest of our life. So mm-hmm. when it comes to works, again, we chose this version of the question because it, it doesn't just say, how can I be saved? It says, what can I do to be saved? And mm-hmm. we, we want to make sure that there's a distinction between our actions that number one, we, we don't do anything to earn salvation. Mm-hmm. Jesus has earned it all. Yep. We receive it. We receive but it. But I always say You're a free gift. We don't fight for victory. We fight from victory. Mm-hmm. We don't fight for relationship. We now live from relationships. So what happens is when God, when you're really born again, you're really saved and the spirit comes and lives in you, is there going to be actions and works? 100%. Yeah. But they come from the place of relationship, not in some attempt to, to earn, earn relationship. It. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. So, so that's essentially the mainline understanding is that the purpose of salvation is to become part of the family of God. A, you were once dead in your sin, now you are alive in Christ, and being alive in Christ comes with an inheritance. Uh, you are now co-laborers and co-heirs with Christ. What is your inheritance? life forever with God, the Holy Spirit now, a community of Christians that are, you know, um, ever evolving and improving. But, you know, um, you know, you get to, to live with a group of people that all have the Holy Spirit or serving and growing together each other. You have access to the free gifts of the Holy Spirit here on this planet. Um, there are a lot of benefits um, now. Um uh, you get to be a slave to Christ. W- welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, that's literally what the... I'm not going to water down the language. That's yeah. what the language is in the scripture. Um, but because it's based on love, you ought to want to be. You want to be, yeah. Do you want to unpack that a little bit? Because I, I want to make sure it's not just like, you know, now you get all this free stuff. It's like, now you get to live out your days in service to the king, pouring out your life like a drink o- offering. Um, you know, I think it's important because it's, it's, we, we live in a, what do I get culture and right. you get so much good stuff. Right. And I don't want to like gloss over that, but it's this. 
everything in the kingdom is like dichotomous, but flipped upside down. Yeah. Like the idea that, hey, give your life to Jesus and he'll make you fat, happy, rich, blessing, all these things. It's like, no. Mm -hmm. Jesus says, come to me and die to yourself, mm -hmm. crucify your flesh, follow mm -hmm. me. It's not about you. It's about mm -hmm. me. But when you genuinely do those things, it's you so do worth actually it. receive yeah. <laughs> every blessing that you would ever want. And it doesn't mean you have a million dollars. You may or may not have money, but the blessing is you know God. Yeah. And you are going to live in prosperity and blessing, whatever mm -hmm. that looks like physically. Yeah. It is true. It a is. A true reality. Oh, so there, mental so, health, happiness, joy. You're doing the things humans were designed to be fulfilled by. Right. That's what people don't understand. You, you've been fueled before your Christian life and maturity in your Christian life. You've been fueled by the counterfeits, never satisfied, never truly happy. In Christ, all the things you were built to be satisfied when you're living in fullness in Him— you're like, this is it. This is what life was meant to be. I, I don't know another way to explain it. You're just yeah. like, oh my goodness, I've never been this fulfilled before. I think that sometimes, just depending on how a preacher presents it, when they're leading somebody through this, if they present a certain way like, hey, you're going to get this, this, and this, and this, and then people sign up for something that's rooted in the flesh, mm -hmm. and they say yes, and then they don't get what they expected, worldly things, then their faith is yeah. shipwrecked Yeah. versus if you say, this is what Jesus said, like, you got to be born again. You need to die to yourself. You need to take up your cross. And they sign up for serving the King of Kings, stepping off the throne in their life and letting God actually be a king. Yeah. Then those people do get everything. That, That's right. Yeah. Like, because kingdom comes with benefits. That's right. But if you pursue, pursue the benefits, not the person, mm -hmm. you absolutely miss the whole thing. That's it. If you pursue God's hand instead of his face, come on, you miss the whole thing. But if you pursue his face, you get everything that his hand has, everything that's in the house. I love it. Yeah. Right? And his and when I say face, that's the same word for presence. Yeah. Like it's about God's presence. Mm. So... Yeah. I saw a lot of hearts on that one. <laughs> that's exactly what I was trying to go. That's it. It's like... The benefits come when we live the kingdom way, and the kingdom way is putting ourselves last and the mission and others first. And and I, I just I'm telling you, it's 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 the way. Yeah. <laughs> um I I want to add one more thing that I do think, not that it's about you need to have all this knowledge, but there's a certain level of understanding that I think you have to have in order to have a soul that can receive by faith what it what is true. This is what I mean. I think you have to understand that you have sinned. The Bible says that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. I think you mm -hmm. need to understand to a degree that you have the the ultimate sin is is not just the and I like how you made a distinction between the verb and the noun because mm -hmm. I always tell people like when you're sick, a symptom like a runny nose, that's not the sickness. Mm -hmm. That's the symptom of the sickness. Yeah. So for me just to take Afrin and not have the runny nose or, or a Kleenex and not have the runny nose doesn't mean I'm healed. It yeah. just means I took away the symptom. Yeah. So behavior modification with this particular action or this action is not what we're talking about. Just I'm going to stop stealing or I'm going to stop lying or I'm going to stop yeah. sexual... Hope I hope you do, but it's got to come from a healing on the inside that leads the symptoms on the outside to yeah, be healed. Correct. Yeah. So that's important to remember. But 
ultimately we've all decided because of pride, I would say pride is the chief sin. Yeah. That it's a we, seed bed of all the sins. And it's reflected in Genesis 1 that we want to be our own God. No, no, God knows if you eat of that, you'll be like him. And it's the temptation to be your own God. That's it. So I always say it like this. I think the root of sin is like you're sitting on the throne of your life and you're your own king or queen. Mm. And so I think that we need to understand that we've sinned and we've turned from God and that that's the cause mm. of our separation and that we need to do this thing called repent. Which is which is beyond just confessing, but mm-hmm. it's changing our mind and changing mm-hmm. our actions. It's going one direction and turning 180 degrees, mm-hmm. and going the other direction towards God, stepping off of the throne in our life and letting Him have His rightful place. Mm-hmm. That's the Perfect. way I describe it. Yeah, and that happens through faith. Yep, and it's the starting point of eternal life, which is knowing God now and forever. Yep. So unless you have anything else to add, I, I actually just want to lead, point. lead people in a prayer mm-hmm. because I know that we have seen people even through online and videos like this actually give their life to God and begin that relationship. This isn't the end. This isn't, okay, mm-hmm. now it, this is the starting point. It's the beginning. And then we want to send you next steps if that's you. So I want to put it really simply. If there's anybody that's hearing this either on TikTok Live right now or seeing this video in 2023 or beyond, Mm. on Easter Sunday or beyond, whenever you're seeing this, I don't believe that it's by accident. It's a divine conspiracy. God Mm. is inviting you into a relationship (laughs) with Him to surrender. It's not about your sin or your lack of sin, how good you are, your legalism, your religiousness. It's about everything that Jesus already did. He paid the full Mm. penalty on the cross, and He proved who He was and what He did through His resurrection. And He's offering every one of us, by grace, life and life abundant. And the way that we receive that is by faith. And as the Holy Spirit fills you, everything begins to change. Yeah. And so this is not Daniel or Craig talking to you right now. I, I know if, if something's going on in your heart, it's because the Holy Spirit's talking to you. So if you know that you want to make that commitment to start that journey with him, I'm simply going to lead mm. you in a prayer. There's not an ABC prayer in the scripture that says pray this and this and this, but there's some principles. Confess, mm-hmm. repent, and, and offer your life to God mm-hmm. and invite the Holy Spirit and he'll come fill you. So if that's you, I want to pray this and then I'll give you some next steps. Mm. So if that's you, pray this with me. Jesus, today I recognize that I'm a sinner. I have sinned. I've, I've been the king or queen of my own life. And today I confess that freely to you. And I also repent. I turn back to you. And I invite you, Jesus, to be my supreme authority. And I invite you, Holy Spirit, to fill my life, to transform me from the inside out. And I just declare, whatever you want, God, whenever you want it, however you want it, I belong to you. I'm all in. And I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, if you said that prayer and you meant it genuinely... Will you please either find the link in my profile and click it on the box that says, let's connect because we want to send you next steps on how to grow in your journey, your relationship with God. Yeah. Or um, just go right here. If you don't have a link or a click, just go to direct.me slash a Craig Brown and you can fill it out there and we'll send you next steps. We want to get connected with you. We want to help you as best we can from afar. And our encouragement always is that you'll find a good local church to get plugged into. Yeah. And so anything else you want to add? 
No, if uh, if you're near us in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, you can come to the Hardest City Church where we go to church and come see us and join us in our community. Uh, by the time you're seeing this on the uh, Theomatic podcast, my ministry will be up and running. You can come and serve widows and orphans with me every week. Um, so uh, you can hit up my social media and sign up there if you want to come serve with us. Beautiful. Thanks for joining, everybody. Happy Resurrection Sunday.